Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Sage Petit Radio with your hosts, Bon and Josh. Good morning, fellow listeners. How are we today? We're good. How are you? I am well. Fellow is a listener. I'm not a listener, am I? I'm a are you? Li- but you're listening to me now. Yeah. First time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. I'm, this is recorded. I've got this forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Always listening. And so today we just got a few questions. Um, we've had a few questions in the gym. Um, and a few questions through members. So we just thought we'd address them. Um, the first one is, who do you listen to in podcasts? Who are the favourite? Who are your top top ones that you go to? Joshua? Yeah, I listen to um, I listen to a few different things. Um, I listen to some fitness business podcasts. So um, Stuart Brower with WTF Gym Talk. Um, I like his approach and his conversations on fitness um, and Jason Kloper also does the business of fitness so I listen to those two a bit but then a little bit more globally I'm a big fan of Eric Cressy is a strength and conditioning coach focusing on baseball um, so he's exceptionally um, interesting and he's getting um, sort of professional baseballers or high level coaches to talk about different things um, in the world of baseball so that's interesting and the other one that's not sort of Gym related is I like Willosophy with Will Anderson where he gets on um, normally a celebrity of some description um, and they talk about the meaning of life and what people feel and, and have a, just a general chat and that one's a, a nice just tune out um, more that one's for entertainment more than for education. Yeah, um, for me yourself? when I listen to podcasts it's only after I've trained um, or I'm driving down to train with that. So. After I train, I need something that's pretty light and pretty easy, easy listening, not something that's going to go down a rabbit hole. So that's and I'm just like, oh, well, I do listen to strong, but I listen to strong fit on the way to train with that. Um, I listen to, so I do love the old Ben, Ben Berger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Chasing excellence. Yeah. I do like him. Um, and I do like, um, Khalifa. He's really cool. He gets some really, um, good athletes in and he had a, um, monster car driver in there the other, um, yeah. the other day. That was really cool. Yeah. And Jason Khalifa is, um, is a big deal in the CrossFit space. Um, and I really like the way that he runs his podcast with, um, he calls it an AMRAP. So as many reps as possible and he'll, he'll set the clock for 20 minutes and they'll try and get as much, um, mm conversation in those 20 minutes as they possibly can that's a model that he runs his entire life on is he's focused on one thing and runs it solely but it's nice to see him execute that even in his podcast when he's just having a chat he tries to get in as many questions and everything he's quite animated and you can sort of really feel like you're sitting there listening to jason um also listen to catalyst they're quite funny to listen to he um yeah they just talk smack (laughs) but it's nice just to listen and um you know pick up some tips along the way and a huge strong fit fan as well as long as um along with mood prep with dave listen to yes dave dave mood prep is cool as well um so another question we got what what do you follow as a format for your for training your clients do you have a like a template that you roll out do you do stock standard do you um I'm big on patterns, so I like to use patterns mm. in the gym when I program. Um, so a lot of my clients will see a lot of 10, 8, mm. 6, 4, 2, um, which if you do the maths is 30 reps, which is exactly the same as 3 of 10. But I like that um, descending progression because we can maintain um, form and, mm. and strength. We don't have to drop the numbers down for the, the final set because when, they're doing the, when you're doing the last... 
um, 10 reps, it's broken up across three sets. And I think that that's um, a really useful way to do it. But I, so I like patterns. It just probably a little bit of my OCD-ness in, in sort of getting everything lined up and neat. Um, I like that. But I also like um, the strong fit principles of um, position through space. Um, and so a lot of, especially a lot of my um, PT clients, it's around moving load from one end of the gym to the other. So a lot of, a lot of carries. Carries are good. We love carries. Carries and a lot of um, sled. Everyone that's seen the gym knows that we have designed it with the ability to use the sled, the sled track. Um, Thanks, DJ. There's a shout out. Um, For getting that carpet and making it the right. Yeah, um, that's beautiful. it, It works exactly for the way we program and the gym's built around that entire principle of Pushing and pulling and carrying things mm. is the so they're the, the principles that are advice. So that's yeah. a strong fit methodology. Um, but then we just tweak it. Yeah, and sometimes strong fit works, and other times it, like a genuine CrossFit or a um, a cardio conditioning set works. Um, the the buzzword at the moment is functional bodybuilding. So if you're doing, oh, is it? Yeah. So Ooh. if you're doing like stuff off the functional trainer, um, and you're doing cable rows or cable um, single arm cable press that would be described as functional bodybuilding it's just bodybuilding and they've added functional to it and it's not really bodybuilding it's I think standard it's, strength training i think it's the way that the crossfitters accept bodybuilding back into their lives because they were so against globo gyms when they first oh, started absolutely. so now they've realized that they still need to do asymmetric work so they still need to single out the muscles and and work on them individually so they're like oh cool functional and then it'll be all good to do functional bicep curls yeah um, I haven't done a bicep curls with Cortland's for a while. Maybe that could be next we week. We do program. a lot of lunge with a bicep curl. Ah, uh, yes. That's one of my favourite functional movements. <laughs> cool. All right, so what's the difference between group fitness and small PT group? What is it? Isn't it just all the same? Uh, so our definition that we run off is we don't actually offer, offer group fitness. So if you want to see what group fitness is, um, think your Les Mills, think your spin class, think... Bigger is better, and running off the vibe and energy of the room is one of the key assets to group exercise. Uh, it is the instructor will be standing typically on a stage, and they will be training with moving, you, moving with you. So they they will be they'll have a bar and they will be doing they'll be doing squats whilst you squat. They'll be sitting on a bike and they'll be riding whilst you ride. They're not coaching; they're leading. Mm. Um, as opposed to small group PT, is personal training that might be following a format, but then we have four people that are doing a slight variation on. I know the, the other day group. I had three different programs running in our group. It was so cool. And it was, yeah, and everyone still got exactly what they needed, and everyone was, yeah. and the idea of small group PT is that I think the the critical difference is the intent of the workout is not to get everyone to do the same thing it's everyone to reach the same um goal at the end through and if we have to apply different um techniques different movements different rep schemes to achieve that then it works step up is still a step up it doesn't matter how high the box is or whether you're stepping onto a bumper it's still a step up yeah absolutely and being able to go right well we know that um a, client A and B have uh, really good hip mobility. So guess what? You guys are actually going to be doing box jumps today. And three other clients, your hip mobility or your ankles or your your self-belief in box jumps isn't there yet. So we're going to do step-ups for you guys. They're still doing an explosive yeah. lower body movement. Uh, they're just doing it 
set differently. So it's not just about the ability to scale up and down um, or progress and regress the movement. It's really around the intent. So I, I, I lift class is around we're selecting a movement and we're getting stronger in that mm. movement. Not we're getting a better bend over row. We're getting stronger at pulling upper body towards the body. That's however we need to do that to achieve that, whether we use a sandbag, a barbell or the functional trainer. It's all valid. Functional fit, the functional... What was it called? Functional bodybuilding. Body yeah. <laughs> so regardless of how we do that, we're still trying to get every client to be stronger at bringing weight from away from their body, close mm. to their body, in an upper body. So that's the difference between group and PT and yeah. small PT. And yeah. we offer small PT because we're coaches, not fitness instructors. Exactly. So if you ever see Joshy walking around in a leotard, it means that he's going to do a group fitness class. Yeah. That'll be on the 30th of November. <laughs> When I meant to say 30th of February, so that's going to be interesting. I might be sick that day. That's so funny. You've just locked it in. That's <laughs> no, I haven't. No, it's good. This isn't going to I was listening. I recorded it. Um, and last question. Well, there's a heap of questions, but the last one we chose today was favorite training shoes. The ones that you feel comfortable in moving in. Yeah. I have, like, I'm a big believer that the best training shoe on the market for almost everybody is the Night Metcon 4. I love them. Um, they are love them. Love they them. are the best shoe yeah. on the market at the moment. That's and probably the best shoe that's been made for training. Yeah. However, if you don't like them, they don't. They're not for everybody. Um, and that doesn't mean that if you have just gone out and invested in a pair of Asics um, running shoes, that they are a bad shoe. Um, we just, I just think that the um, the Mekon Four it seems to be the most well rounded shoe for training in the gym environment they don't squeak either the metcon threes squeak so much they're so loud um every and if your metcons squeak that's time to buy a new set of metcons you know just don't wear them in the wet that's yeah. why they squeak they get they don't like the wet but there are a whole heap of like training shoes have come a long way since the very yeah. first crossfit shoes um, or the dunlop volleys back um, in the day yeah the dunlop volleys still have their place because they are a they are what we would call a, a zero drop shoe um we could to spend an entire podcast talking about shoes. Black shoes. Um, saying that the the Reebok Nanos are a very good shoe as you well. Got new ones. They just they just dropped. Dropped. Look at that. new ones. Um, with their new colorways, which is yeah, you're a hipster. So up with the times. Um, but the Metcons are good. The Nanos are good. Um, Under Armour have brought out another one. Their original shoes weren't great, but their new ones are pretty good. Um, the, and New Balance and Asics are both looking at moving into the training shoe market as well. So there's plenty of options out there. You know what? If you love them when you move in them, then keep wearing them. But just be careful between your training shoe and going for a long walk or going for a run. Um, there are different shoes and you can injure your body through that. So just... Yeah, and if you're getting... In changing your shoes... Um, we're just doing it gradually. So don't rush out now because we've said buy Metcon 4s. Damn it. Um, you can if, you, if you've already got Metcon 4s and you love them, then go buy another pair. Um, well, Wildlife's got them on, so it's 60% off at the moment. Is it up to that much, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty, oh, I don't know. I think it's about $60 off. It's about 130 oh. bucks, which yeah. is cheap. They are, like, training shoes are expensive, um, but they do last um, a considerable amount of time. So, um, there's some questions that we've had today. Um, we could talk about shoes for another 45 minutes. You could talk won't. about shoes. I was getting a bit bored. Oh, you were not. You were just thinking about buying a new pair. I was just like, when are you going to buy me some shoes? Maybe when we, maybe in August. I know, six <laughs> weeks. All right. 
Um, that's it, guys. If you've got any questions, by all means, send them through. Otherwise... Remember to be brave, be kind, be wise. Bye. See ya.